0: Lot Talk Radio
1: The yield and the fecundation Oh yeah, yeah. Japreel to be forgiven yeah. Think homage oh, to the land Think homage oh, to the land Ethiopians oh, <coughs> American's
2: And rising, better love, you are listening to the Truth to Power show. My name is Beverly, and we have with us Renee Hamilton tonight here. And we're going to be talking about Earth is a Computer Program, and that program is ending. Renee Hamilton, thank you for joining us again.
0: Hi there. How are you? Can you hear me This fine? Yes, yes, we can hear you. Hi there, Beverly. You're doing Thanks great. Yes. Yeah, I
2: yeah.
0: hear a little that's feedback. Fun. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, let me see you. Uh-huh. Here. One second. How's that? Okay, that's better. Can you hear me now? Back you no feedback you. at all? Okay. No okay. feedback. Just, just one more time? Okay. I'm, I'm okay. going to try one more time. Let me see. Tell me if any feedback right
2: okay. now. Okay. All right. You're listening to Renee Hamilton is, is joining us tonight. Did the feedback come again,
0: or is it is it uh, feedback on? One two three. Feedback is here again, yes. or is feedback on? No, I, no, I think one, I can hear three. you. I don't. I, yeah,
2: I, that's okay. better.
0: I don't hear myself. Okay. If if you do it at any point yeah. in time, just let me and I'll switch phones on my mode. Okay uh modes on my okay. phone. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. All right. So, uh, so Renee yeah. Hamilton, for the people that don't know who Renee Hamilton is and what you do, can you kind of uh, let them know?
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, well, I was. I was. Uh, I was born with the ability to see uh, a wider spectrum of color sound, uh, and vibration. So I was able to see other worlds literally simultaneously overlapped on top of this one, many different worlds at the same time. And I'm not just talking about one other world, like many different, almost like uh, the Internet. My mind was like the Internet. There's also the data moving through my mind uh, uh, at lightning speed for many, many years until I, until I reached the uh, age of 12 and uh, became more established in what you call the human consciousness. So uh, with with all my um, extra perceptual, extra per- sense of perception, I was able to see how energy flowed and, and operated inside of a human bodies, inside animals and objects, and uh, how nature itself uh, flows. And uh, basically uh, studying, I, I've been studying the nature of reality ever since I've been a child, uh, so for about forty-five years now, I've been studying. Since age around five years old is when I st- I, st- I made a decision to, to study life. So almost age fifty now, and uh, I've uh, developed many products over the past twenty years that uh, help align uh, us beings uh, with the flow uh, of nature and the source of creation itself. And uh, I was able to look into the mind, the psyche, into the thoughts, emotions, and uh, different uh, mental patterns that, that create reality and basically reverse engineer what I was looking at and be able to put together a, a, a coherent system of logic and understanding and that's able to uh, basically bring our consciousness to uh, a whole new I guess, universe of possibilities uh, that we can uh, take advantage of and learn to use our mind in a much more efficient way and really uh, live our life to the fullest capacity that we, we can. And we were not taught uh, how the mind works when we were children, so we don't even know what we're missing. We, we, we simply don't know what's on the other side of our own thoughts or on or what's, what exists outside of our own beliefs. So uh, there's a whole other universe, and it's not one universe per se. It's, it's basically eternity itself, or infinity itself is really... We're actually resting inside of it right now. We're, we're just not paying attention to how unlimited each moment is. So uh, I've come to really uh, share my findings after traveling to or experiencing uh, hundreds of thousands of different dimensions and worlds and states of consciousness uh, and beings, and really put together a, a uh, uh, I guess what what you call is a, a way to look at each moment with more depth, almost like having x-ray vision, almost being able to see right through matter itself and see what the underlying energy is behind the appearances that we see on a day-to-day basis. So we see things uh, happen on a day-to-day basis, but we don't necessarily know why it's happening or how it's happening. So we've come up with all sorts of superstitions, assumptions, beliefs, opinions, conclusions, expectations that most of us just dreamed up or just heard from someone else or read somewhere. And we just say, okay, well, I'll just, do the same thing. I'll just think the same way because everyone else is thinking the same way and billions of people can't be wrong. So I'll just follow them. And we, and we often do this without ever questioning what we're told, what we're reading. Uh, and, and we just, say, we just accept in- information without investigating it. So uh, this has led to uh, a complete... Uh, nightmare situation uh, within our own minds because we, we simply don't know what we're doing. We, we simply don't know what we're doing. Yeah, and, and it's as simple as that. And we have convinced ourselves, and so, so have many others, that we do know what we're doing. And, and we do that to not feel shameful because we don't want to walk around admitting to ourselves and others that we have not the slightest freaking clue of how reality works or how we operate or what we are. We don't, we don't want to admit that. So we just come up with all sorts of stories and beliefs and ideas and, and then just assume they're real and assume they're true without even investigating it. So really, uh, you know, it's as though we don't take life seriously. Uh, we, we sort of think it's a joke. And um, even though we feel pain and we, uh, and we have joy and we have all sorts of uh, a wide range of experiences, a vast majority of beings here, on some level think reality is some video game and it, and it's a joke and it doesn't need to be investigated um, it's so there are there is an impact and a there's a there is a consequence to not figuring out how reality works for yourself. there is a very definite consequence of that, and the consequence of that is absolute suffering on every level. And because we're born into this state where we think we don't know who we are or what's going on, um, we tend to just stick with that and not even attempt to expand our consciousness, expand our mind, expand our imagination to see uh, how reality works from our own experience. So we basically take on other people's words and other people's experience and, and, and sort of adopt that as our own. And uh, that's what beliefs are. Beliefs are, uh, it's basically a program that we have no experience with. So imagine someone uh, giving you, or let's just say someone invited you to to a movie. Okay? They said, hey, let's, let's go watch this movie at the movie theater. It's all about turtles. It's all about um, It's all about how they live, where they live, and blah, 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 blah. And so let's just say that you've never seen a turtle before in your life and you have no idea what it is, and you go watch this movie, and you see this movie for two hours talking about turtles and following them around and seeing how they mate and so on and so forth. And then after that movie, you somehow think you are the world's expert on turtles. Like you know all about them, like like no one knows more than you, and all this without having any experience, without actually seeing a real turtle in your life, you just, you just, we just look at the information and, and assume that, that we now know it and now that we are authority without having any experience. And that's the nature of beliefs. Beliefs have no experience with what they're talking about. And I mean zero, not even 1% does a belief have experience with what it's talking about. I don't care what the topic is. It could be religion. It could be sex. It could be money. It could be romance. It could be, you know, motorcycles or whatever. Beliefs know nothing. They are biological programs. Literally, it'd be like inserting a, a disc into your mind, inputting information, and then replaying that information over and over again, without ever looking at information, without ever testing information to see if it's true, without ever analyzing information to see if it's even logical or feasible to begin with. So we're basically just like watching uh, this information in our mind repeat over and over again and never say anything new. And that's what programs do. The function of a program, it doesn't matter what the program is, the function of a program is to take a message, take some information, whatever it is, and repeat it over and over again automatically. That's the function. You take information and repeat it over and over again automatically. That's it. It's there's nothing more I, I believe does. It doesn't doesn't add anything to you. It doesn't take away anything from you. It basically forces forces your your mind to focus on very particular subject matter and blocks out every other piece of information other than that belief. So it would be an exact same as you having the ability to see all around you. Let's just say that that you're going for a walk in River Valley or in a nice mountain range or wherever you are, and you have the ability to see all around you. You can look up, down, sideways, left, right, you can, you can you can spin around, do a full th- 360, and see everything. Now that's 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 you in your normal, regular um, vision that you were given at birth, or or how your soul operates. You have full 360 degree vision. That's just your way you normally are. Okay. However, when you take on a belief, what it does, it's like putting on a, a, holding a pair of binoculars to your eyes. Now. All you see is, is what, the, what you see through the binocular, but it blocks everything else out. So, so when you look through a, a telescope, you can just see one little circle of whatever you're looking at. And everything else is blocked out. Like the whole world is blocked out other than that one circular image. So That's what a belief does. It, it literally focuses your, your, your vision and mind on one subject matter. And blocks everything in the universe out, other than that. And then, and then it just re- repeats that same phrase, or that same vision, or that same idea, over and over again, forever. Automatically, it, it never stops. That belief will never stop playing that same image, same idea, same message ever, unless you stop it. Okay? It's a law of the universe that everything that is in motion stays in motion until otherwise acted upon by a, a, an opposite energy. So, so basically, once you set a belief in motion, it doesn't stop unless you stop it. And, you, and in order to stop a belief, you have to basically want to see life in a new way, okay? Because beliefs are, are they're incapable of showing you anything new because all they can do is repeat like a program. That's all programs do is they just repeat the same thing over and over again. So that, that's what a belief does. So you basically enter a world of, of frozen non-newness once you take on a belief because the belief itself never changes. So, so what you see and experience never changes. That's what we're dealing with is, is uh, our, ourselves, our own mind, our own consciousness has been programmed with dozens hundreds, I would dare say thousands of different beliefs. All these beliefs, each of them is like a telescope. Each belief we have is its own telescope. Once we put our eye behind that lens, everything else in the universe just gets blocked out and we see only that belief, only that idea. So beliefs limit our perception in each moment to the particular flavor of that uh, belief. Let's just say that my telescope slash belief makes me see uh, everything is pink, okay? So that's is that's one telescope. I have another 900 behind me. This this one right here. Everything looks, looks pink. The whole world looks pink as soon as I, I look through the telescope. And then I say, oh, I, I have another belief over, over here too, and then in that in that uh, telescope, everything, um, all uh, women appear to be the best drivers in the world, well because that's a belief. And then over here, when I when I when I when I put this one on, you know, uh, you know, uh, cheeseburgers can be my favorite food, and, and, and everything else in the world is blocked out. So it basically forces your mind to focus on one particular idea, and as a result of that. Uh, that's, that's against the flow of nature because nature or reality itself is never programmed. Reality or nature is unprogrammable. It's, it's impossible to program nature, impossible, because nature is always brand new. It's always changing. It's always shape-shifting in every new moment. It's always moving and vibrating. It's never frozen. It's never the same thing twice. Nature is incapable of repetition. Incapable. Okay? So so in, in in nature has its a different mind than humans. Humans have a humans have a different mind than nature. And I and I, I, I'm not saying that's the way it should be. It's just the way that this earth, which is a program, has been designed. This place we call Earth is not a physical location. It's not. It's an actual idea that was suggested to you and we accepted. And then additional ideas on top of that afterwards were suggested. They say, hey, you, Renee, are a human being. Okay, that's program number one. Number two, you, Renee, that program lives on earth or there's another program and you live in this city Well, there's another program and you're this age and there's another program. Every single definition is a program. I don't care what it is, whatever you believe, whatever we repeat, whatever we attach our energy to that, that constantly repeats is a program. So how, how do we know if something is a program or not a program? It's easy. I'll tell you right now. Anything that repeats more than twice is a program. Anything. That means your name. Okay? If you, if you said your name more than twice, okay, that is a program. Okay? If you said your name more than twice, that is a program. If you have an age and your age is, uh, you know, 47, and you and you say that all, all the time to your friends, hey, I'm 47. Well, that's a program because beliefs repeat, okay? Beliefs repeat. Uh, so, and that's what a program is. A program just says the same thing every, every, every moment. So our whole reality is a program because we just sit here all day long repeating the same thing over and over again, same phrases, same ideas, over and over again, all day long for decades. So there's no newness in our life. And that's a problem because reality itself and nature itself is always brand new. It's always new. Every moment shape-shifting, ever, is shape-shifting, never the same thing twice, ever, 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 ever. So we basically are, are addicted to dozens, hundreds, thousands of things without even realizing it. And not only that, we think this addiction is normal we think this addiction and this attachment to programs is is normal reality I, i'm normal okay so that's that's a problem so and because it's so great
2: so, so, so renee this program is a program that you can touch and feel is this not you know it, it, it seems so really the program is the reality is that what it is
0: because
2: we touch it no
0: the program the program is what you're perceiving okay so you have six senses okay mm-hmm. taste touch hearing sight sound and thought okay not five senses six Thinking, okay. the ability to think and hear your thoughts is a sense, okay? It's not reality. What your thoughts are saying is it's not reality. It's just one of your senses, like, like the sense of vision or the sense of sound. The ability to hear thoughts is the ability to sense thoughts. So just because I hear something doesn't mean that what I'm hearing is, is what it says it is. Like I can hear a sound of, uh, you know – what sounds like a trumpet and I can say that's a trumpet and I'm 100% certain that's the sound of a trumpet. But in reality, that was really a, a, uh, an elephant, you know, uh, uh, like yelling. So, so are things the way we think they are, or could they be something other than what we are? For example, when you think of yourself, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, I was just thinking about. Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Well, am I going or are you gonna go? No, you're gonna go. Okay. So when you think of yourself, you have an idea of of what you are. I'm a human being. I'm a certain a. I'm a certain weight, height, age. And and our thoughts about ourselves are very vague, okay? Because because we don't know how the inside of our body operates. We don't know how the nerves operate or how the digestive system or anything else operates in our body. So whenever we have a thought about ourselves, we're not including, well, this is how my nerves work, this is how my digestive system works, this is how my toes work, this is how my uh, respiratory system works. We're not even including that in our own definition of ourselves. So if our own belief or our own story of ourselves was to come true, we would die instantly because we, haven't, because we don't even know how our body works. So if we were to say, I'm just a human who talks and walks and blah, 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 the instant we thought that we would be dead because we wouldn't have included how the body works or how reality works. Of ourselves are so vague, it's absolutely laughable and ridiculous. It's actually mental retardation. It's mental retardation because we're not going... We're not even going beyond the label, beyond that vague one-sentence description of who we are. Well, I'm Renee. I'm like, over well, here I, I was born here. I dated this person. I was married to this person. That's it. That's me. It's, it's, that's ridiculous. That's like writing one paragraph in a book and, and and thinking that paragraph describes your 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 entire life. It's absurd. So programs make you make make. They they basically make things that have no value appear to have value. Uh, if we were to look deeper beyond beyond the repetition of anything, we would see there's an infinite world of depths just one step beyond that label, or beyond that belief, or beyond that description, or expectation. It's just this. Every moment of life is already unlimited, like right now. So, so what we're battling on, what we're battling with on a day-to-day basis is our own beliefs in limitation. We just simply have believed in limitation, and now we are here. We are trying to battle that, and and battle it while still trying to hold on to it. So we're trying to battle something or get rid of something that that we refuse to let go of. Well, how is that going to work out? Like like how 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 am I going to get rid of hypothetically snorting or you know shooting up heroin hypothetically if I am continually doing it and want to do it then clearly I'm not going to get rid of it because I'm still doing it and I, and I still want to do it. So some people, they in the, in the light workers, truth seekers, uh, occultists, esoteric people are trying to become enlightened or trying to unlimit themselves while still clinging on to their limited beliefs about themselves. Well, how can you unlimit yourself while still reinforcing all the limitations that you are trying to get rid of? It makes no sense. So we have to understand the basic constructs of how logic works, just basic, 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 basic logic. That, that our, our understanding of that is so uh, distorted, we've turned into a civilization of absolute zombies, like absolute, just unspeakable delusion, like a delusion on a level that the creator can't, even imagine. It's unbelievable. So this is again it's not a problem. This is just a path of of awakening. We have to start with what we're not. And then through studying what we're not, we will see what we are. So we were thrust into a world called Earth, called this program. Uh, to so we can study the program, so we can see what we're not. So even this body you have, or we all have, that's a program. The body is a, a program, and the body. We need to study the body. We need to study the mind of that body and the emotions, the sight, the sound, sensations, tastes, thoughts. Study the body and see what it's doing. Is. Is what the body is doing honest, true, real? Well, we, ha- we, we, we need to look at the motivations the body has for why it does things, thoughts we have. And we need to study the mind and see the patterns. So once you look at your mind and look at your thoughts, look at your, the thinking, the sight, the sound, smell, touch, taste, touch, and then we, once we look at these things and keep our, um, our focus on them, then we can start to see patterns forming. Well, you know what? Every time someone mentions uh, something to do with my height or weight or the way my face looks or body looks, then I get insecure, and then I and then I think I'm uh, stupid, and then I get shameful and guilty. You know. But every time someone met, comes close to mentioning these things about me, I have the same thoughts every time. Why is that? Okay. If we're really interested in truth and honesty, we would look behind the scene and say, oh, okay, I feel insecure because I have a belief in this and I have a belief in that, and that's why I respond automatically the same way every time. So now we can start to see our own programming and these patterns and start to eliminate all this repetition within our mind so, so we have more freedom to explore reality and explore the unlimited universe. Because right now, we have so many thoughts and beliefs and ideas in our mind. There's a program in there that we can't even take our attention away from our thoughts for even one minute to see what exists in the world of non-thoughts. And when I say the world of non-thoughts, right there, people are like, what, what do you mean in the world of non-thoughts? Like, that didn't even make any sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense to thoughts because the only thing thoughts know is thoughts. So a thought doesn't even understand what a non-thought is, which is understandable. Thoughts think that, that that the only thing that exists in the universe is thoughts. And because of that, they don't even look beyond themselves. So if I thought that humans were the only thing that, that, that existed in the universe, I wouldn't even try to look beyond that. I wouldn't even think of looking beyond that. I would just think that humans are the only thing that, that exists. End of story. So when we come up with conclusions about life, about who we are, about how the world works then we never look beyond that because we already think we have the answer we already think that's the answer there's no need to look further there's no there's nothing else there's no greater information i have the i'm at the top of the pyramid nothing else exists above me i i, I basically i am the template of truth by which everything else is 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 false you know i'm the truth everything else is false below me no like like it's just crazy so programs, we have to understand what programs are and how they work, and then we can see reality clearly. Otherwise, we're just going to be seeing the same thing every day and every day, and every day like watching the same reruns of The Love Boat or Gilligan's Island or uh, Young and the Restless. Imagine watching the, the same 20 episodes of Young and the Restless for the next 50 years. It'd be insane, but that's what we're doing every day. By having the same beliefs, same ideas, same conclusions, same identity, same everything. We're, we're just stuck in this world of sameness. And all it is is just an idea in our mind that we've given energy to, power to, and we've just basically surrendered to that thought, to that idea. We, we basically give all of our life force to that thought, to that idea. It, it, it would be the same thing as us getting an inheritance from our, our grandparents. $1 billion inheritance. And and you get a million dollars every month to automatically deposit into your account. And rather than use that money, we just we just give that money directly to an illusion every month. We just we just give it away. We just give our life force away to nothing. it's an illusion. Every moment. Boom, 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 boom. Here you go. I don't need it. I don't want it. I have no use for this life force. I have no use for this intelligence. I have no use for my, my own imagination. I have no use for my own ability to, to to explore and discover reality. So I'll just give it away to, my, to, to this, these illusions, to these thoughts, to these ideas I have, because I have no use for them. So that's what we're doing. It is basically throwing away the most precious thing in the universe in every single moment, our ability to explore reality, to use our imagination to discover the universe, and to uh, look at how unique and creative we are, use our, use our, our intelligence to, to go beyond any limitation and really explore the genius that we naturally are. We've we basically just given up. We basically are one step away from absolute, total destruction and death. And we're okay with that because everyone else is that way. So if everyone else is that way, I guess I'll just sit in with them and just go along with their delusion and become totally retarded just like everyone else. And I'm fine with that because I'd rather spend my time pissing around, doing all sorts of knickknacks rather than rather than take the time to get to know myself. I mean, if you were driving a car for 100 years, wouldn't you think at some point that you'd actually uh, – open the front of the hood of the car and, and see what's underneath the hood, you know, the, what the, how it works, you know, what the engine is and how it all fits together. I mean, we have this body here and we just like treat it like it's a car. We just we just drive it around, smash it, crash it, and don't even investigate how the body works, how the mind works, how the emotional works. We just like drive it into the ground, destroy it, and then, oh, I wonder what happened. But duh. Like, it's just amazing. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's a problem because that itself is part of discovering who we are to 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 destroy our body and to realize hey m- my body and my health and my my emotional mental spiritual health and the body all these things you know need to be kept uh clean and uh, and healthy so i can live a life that has a higher quality okay higher quality life okay so the the, the more you understand yourself, the more higher quality of of life we have. And that's why I have put together all my devices, all my inventions, all my products to facilitate a higher quality of life based on uh, where we're currently headed, because where we're currently headed for most people is just total destruction on every level. And, and, and without even knowing that either. So, Uh, I put together all sorts of technologies that can help reduce and eliminate the repetition of these programs that are running inside of our consciousness. And basically, they're called called thought forms or thought loops. Okay, so basically a thought, anything that we see in the universe, like a car, a cat, a tree, all these objects are thoughts that, that, that take on shapes. Basically, thoughts appear as solid objects in our reality. Okay, once again, thoughts, doesn't matter what the thought is, appears as physical form, like objects, like apples, like like a television, like like a camera. These things we're holding in our hands are thoughts. They're not cameras. They're not dogs. They're not trees. They're thoughts. Because if you have a thought about something, then what you're seeing is a thought. You're not, you're not seeing something other than a thought. So just like when you have a thought about how something tastes to you, that's that's what you're experiencing. So so thoughts are actual realities that we step into. Okay? It's actual reality. It's not just some idea floating over your head like, like like a little cloud or a puff of smoke. It's an actual world you enter. And, and and you can't leave that world unless you let go of that belief or thought. You can't leave it. Once you take on a belief, you're stuck in that world permanently until you can release that thought or change that belief. Then you can have a change of a perception or freedom will be experienced uh, by letting it go altogether. So... Basically, every thought that we have is an invitation to enter that reality. And that reality has a particular vibration and a particular quality attached to it. It has a, has a message. Thought has a message attached to it. That message could be, I'm, I'm a victim, or I'm powerful, or mm, that, that coffee tasted good, or hey, a cheeseburger would be good right now or I want to save the world, or I want to take over the world and crush it with my, with my mega blaster laser I invented. Like, it could be anything, but we actually enter these thoughts. They're not just thoughts. They're worlds you go into. And some people get caught inside of a, a world like, like the past. I, almost literally, almost every single person I've ever met, hands down, is trapped inside the world called the past. Almost every single being I've ever, or humanoid being, I mean, that I've ever come in contact with is over, and I've met 100,000 people, almost every single one of them is trapped inside of a thought called the past. And the reason why is we were told that we were born in the past. So we were told that. So now we think the source and origin of our entire being is somewhere other than right now. Somewhere other than this moment. Oh, it's in the past. It's, it's, 20, it's 40 years ago. So so if I want to figure out who I am, then I got to go think about some world called the past that's not even here to see. I can't see 40 years ago. I can't taste it, touch it, smell it, hear it, nothing. There's that zero interaction with the past because the past is simply not here in this moment. So if I believe that there's something here in this moment that's never here in this moment, wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be schizophrenic? I think so. If I believe there's something here right now that is absolutely never here, I, then I'm crazy, okay? Because it's never here. The past has never even been here once to even come up with the idea that we're past. They're just sem- the past does not exist. But but it seems to exist, so why does it seem to exist? I'll tell you why. This is the big, this is, this is what everything upon all of our realities rest upon, this one next statement. The reason why the past seems to exist and why the future seems to exist, even though they don't, is because we ourselves individually are source. Like we are source. Source means the the creator of reality. Okay, we are source, and because we are source, let me tell you how source functions. Okay, here's how source functions. We are like a light bulb, a light bulb that is on all the time. It never turns out. It never turns off. It's it's a light on 24/7. And that light is in a white room, just blank room, white room sitting there, just a light bulb. And that light is the energy of existence itself. It's, it's what powers cells to divide and babies be born. It's, it's, it's what powers the trees to grow and the birds to sing and for humans to go bike riding and swimming. It's the power of life itself that we are existence is the power of life itself. Now, because we are the power of life itself, the, qual- the, the main thing life does, that the main quality of life is called animation, okay? Animation. That means whatever is, exists inside of life is animated, like it's moving, it's, it's, it's energized, it's animated. So because of that, any thought that enters our mind, No matter how vague it is or how detailed it is, how beautiful it is or ugly it is, our minds and our our life force instantly animates that thought, animates it. It makes it seem alive and moving on a screen of our reality. It doesn't matter what the thought is, crazy, ridiculous, beautiful, ugly, it does not matter, any thought. So as we have thoughts, they show up as what we call physical reality. Okay, so if I if I have a, an idea that right now I'm on the phone with Beverly D on her radio show talking about the program of the mind and how how, how eternity works and I'm and I have a thought about that, then that will that's what I'm going to perceive as my reality in this moment. Okay, my, my actual reality. So. It's not that thoughts are just, again, some little bubble above your head like like little characters in a, in a cartoon book. It's actually your perception. It's actually your taste, your touch, your smelling, your sight, your sound, and your thoughts. Again, that's, that's what thoughts control. They, they, they sort of encompass everything. So as we have a thought, it shows up as our physical reality. Okay, Physical reality. So you have to to understand that thoughts are not just sort of vapor. They actually, ha- they actually have an impact. Now thoughts are not permanent. They're just temporary. So yes, they are vapor, but most people tend to repeat the same thought over and over again, thousands of times per day. So these thoughts do not appear as vapor. They don't just temporarily disappear like they're supposed to. Now we're artificially keeping the same thought, repeating and, and, and sort of in our visual field all day long without ever letting it just dissipate and go away. So naturally, in, in true reality, thoughts are like little pieces of debris floating down a river. They just, they're just they never in one spot. It's always moving and it'll, it'll come and it'll go and it's gone. That's how thoughts typically work within my consciousness. I, I see thoughts coming, and then it, it shows up for a second, and then it goes. But at certain certain states of mind, the lower energy you have, the lower emotion you have, becomes very sticky, like, like crazy glue. So each thought that shows up, it's sort of like, it's very vivid. It's loud. It's vivid. It's... We actually feel it in our body. We're like, whoa, like I don't feel good, you know? So that's what happens at a particular vibration, thoughts become very vivid and they become very real. At a higher vibration, thoughts become very vague and very unreal. Almost like a almost like a T V commercial. Okay, It will just sort of show up quickly, and it will be like, oh, yo, I'm offering this, I'm offering that, and I'll be like, not interested, and I'll like swipe it away, and it's gone. But when we believe that thoughts are real, when we, when we, believe, that, that, when we believe our own stories that thoughts are telling us, then every thought is going to seem real because we've already given the power to our own thoughts to seem real. So basically, even other people's thoughts seem seem to be real to you, so basically, the more that we believe our own lies or, or believe our own thoughts without investigating them, the more other people 's and lies will seem real to us so uh, the the inability to examine our own thoughts and beliefs for authenticity or any logic or any sort of sense of feasibility, the inability to do that is is basically uh our own attachment to uh illusion and our own attachment to de- deception because if we were not attached to deception we would be we'd be following truth twenty four hours a day there'd be there wouldn't be a moment that that truth was not on your mind so, so when we have a so, so, go ahead so this is,
2: is – that's why, just like if you look at TV, and, and that's why mm-hmm. every so many minutes they put commercials on, th- that's part of programming because they're influencing your thoughts.
0: Yes, well, they're, they're basically yeah. suggesting thoughts to you. They're basically suggesting thoughts to you, and we have to either accept that or reject it, okay? It's, it's a, basically an offer, all all information that that we it's encounter, awesome. whether it be on TV, radio, to a, another person, is an offer to enter okay. that reality that is being spoken about. It's an offer. Okay, it's not. No one's forcing you to say yes. I believe that. I, I I will invest my emotion into it. We choose to say yes. I believe that. I'll put my emotion into it. And in that instant, it becomes an actual reality. Like. Physical, like you can touch it, okay? But until we give that belief or thought permission to enter our reality and, and, and give it energy by believing on it and focusing on it, until that point in time, it'll have no effect upon you. The thoughts will have zero effect upon you in any way whatsoever until we give it so, that thought validity. Go ahead.
2: So what about when we are children? And the biggest program, it seems like, uh, is school. You know, you you in school, you do this every day. You repeat it, like you say, it's a repeat. And so every day, just say from kindergarten uh, mm-hmm. until you go get your PhD, you go in every yeah. day. You being people are telling you, your teachers telling you, this is how you think. This is how you do this. It is done every day. It's a repeat, a repeat. And so you've been look at all of the years you've been programmed. Yes. Until unless you get a certain age that you say, No, I gotta program I you know, think my yeah. own way and, and not let others yeah.
0: do it for me. Yeah. It's it's not really an age, it's more of this a uh, uh, a sense of um honesty. So when, mm-hmm. once we're honest enough with ourselves, we will, we will see that even time is just another program.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, so even, yes. even time and space are programs. So that's just another layer to it. But, yes, you are correct that at some point we could wake up to a programming and, and say, hey, enough's enough. Uh, so, that's, so again, we had to be trust. It's the opposite world of, of what we are in order to discover what we are. So what we really are is freedom. So freedom said, well, I don't, I don't know how to see myself because I'm not a thing. Like freedom 's not an object. So there's, there's no way for freedom to see itself. So it says, well, how do I, how do I get to know myself? Because I'm already free. I'm, a, I'm already – I'm already everything. Like I, I'm not any one thing. I'm just this this sense of freedom. So freedom had to create a world of seeming unfreedom, and, and 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 insert itself there, so 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 it could see both sides of the coin. So freedom finds itself stuck in these bodies, and it's like, whoa, what's this body? And then why do I? Why don't, I, why don't I know who I am? I have this body, but I don't know who I am. I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what's going on. I just, I, every, I'm just clueless. It's just, like, it's just the weirdest thing. So, so we already know that this is not our world because if it was our world, we would know who we are. We'd say, oh, this physical body is me. I, I know everything about it. I, it feels comfortable. There's no – I have no qualms. It would just be like – this body would be home, but it's not home, and we know it's not home because we because this is, this is not our true self. Our true self is freedom, and that's that's why all of us, you know, are looking to break free of limitations and achieve our dreams and goals. Uh, and we know that there's this hidden oppression or hidden lim- limitation that that we're dealing with on a day to day basis, and we're and we are continually trying to transcend that. Unfortunately, that, that limitation that we are trying to transcend is we, we're also creating that limitation as well by having beliefs um, that creates uh, limits where there aren't any and it, it creates obstacles in our mind where, where none really exist. So we're just sort of reacting to our own stories of, li- of, of limitation and treating them as though they're real, not even realizing that we Created that story by believing in those, in that the whole paradigm. We, we sort of thought, well, I'm a, I'm Renee. I'm a human on Earth, and I and I, I have the limitations of the human body, just like everyone else. And I and because of that, I can't fly in the air. I can't I can't just fly in the air like like Superman because I'm because I'm a human and humans can't fly. So you can see how some one or some masses or whatever created certain definitions about the human body and what the human body is capable or not capable of. And and then they told, and then they said that to us on the TV, on the news, in school books, friends, family, religious leaders, radio. says, well, humans can't jump 500 feet in the air. Humans can't fly through the air. Humans can't teleport. So we just say, well, I, I guess they're right because they – they must know more than me because they're on because they're on T V. You know, right? That's our motto. They must know more than me because they're on T V. And so we just say, so, Okay, they're on T V, they're 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 the gods and then and 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 then our mind is shut down. Boom.
2: So so what about so, AI? You know, that's an intel you know, they telling us that AI is an, an artificial intelligence that you know it's it's more than we are because it can it it moves faster than we do our there it it's mind it's program is faster than our mind you know and so we buy into that that's another program
0: yeah yeah in in fact ai is is a lie Mm -hmm. okay first of all there Mm -hmm. is no such thing as artificial intelligence now, the the, the deceiver, the, the great deceiver, okay, likes to tell us that certain things exist that don't. So we can imagine that there's forces of energy or powers out there that, that, that exist that really don't. Okay? So that way, our, our mind and our energy can be controlled. Okay? So... So what's happening is artificial intelligence is actually – the real name is anti-intelligence, okay? It's not artificial intelligence. It's anti-intelligence. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole mission is to, is to replace that which is true and real with that which is false and unreal. Okay, that's the mission of certain consciousnesses. It, it can't happen, but that's not going to stop these beings from trying to make it happen or trying to give the illusion that it is, that it is happening. So the reason why artificial intelligence is, does not exist is very simple. That anything that is artificial does not know how to be the real thing. That's why it's artificial,
2: right? Right,
0: right. It's because, it, because if it knew how to be the real thing, it would be the real thing. It, would, it, it wouldn't have to pretend. It would just do it, okay? So just like, just like a man, okay, a biological man with, with uh, a testicles and sexual, male sexual organs, no matter what they say, no matter what they think <laughs> up, they do not right. know what it's like to be a human. Uh, oh, sorry, a woman. A they don't know. Woman. Yeah. They, they, can, they can identify with whatever they want, but they don't know how to be whatever they're identifying with other than their their mm-hmm. true self. So that'd be like saying artificial woman is now a real thing. No, it's not. It's, there's no artificial woman. There's only real woman, period. Everything else is not woman. There's no artificial. You could, just, just because we add the word artificial in something doesn't does not make that artificial thing now comparable to the real thing. It's, that's a joke, okay? It's a, it's a mental joke for weak minds who are stupid and don't understand logic. It's just, it's just for low-vibrating minds. It, they, they just believe ridiculousness because the, because the powers that be know they're not going to research it. <laughs> just, okay? So, so anti-intelligence is something that is unintelligent. So what is intelligence? Well, I'll tell you one thing that's intelligent is nature. Nature's intelligent. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because nature gave birth and is it, it, a foundation for everything that we're seeing here. Nature invented the human body. Invented it. Literally invented your blood vessels, nerve endings, invented your eyeballs, invented your hair. Invented it. So <clears throat> that's... That's intelligence. And intelligence is being able to interact with something in real time. Okay? Real time. Okay? So can a belief that never says anything new ever, 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 does a belief who never says anything new know anything about newness? No. It, 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 just, it doesn't even know what newness is. It's just never said anything new. So programs never say anything new. So what would a program know about Know about life or nature, when nature is always new in every moment. Nature is always new in every moment. So what could a belief that is never new know about life, which is always new? Nothing. So what would the past know about the present moment? Nothing. Because the present moment is always new and changing, and the past is always old and non-changing. So what would a memory of you know about the real you right now? Nothing. Because the memory of you never changes and it's always old. And the real you, well, you're always here brand new in this moment and you're always moving and changing. So the memory of you has nothing to do with with the real you. So the memory of you is the program, is the anti-intelligence. Because the real intelligence is able to interact in real time. and and make adjustments and changes in real time. Can your beliefs change in real time? No, they they, they ain't going anywhere. They're just saying the same beliefs every day, every moment. If your beliefs were were able to change in real time, then they'd be intelligent. But at that point, it wouldn't even be called a belief anymore. Now it it would just be called observing the present moment because there'd be nothing to believe. It'd just be like a constant observation of newness and change. So beliefs are our anti-intelligence or the, or the AI, artificial intelligence, is our own beliefs. Now, the whole idea of artificial intelligence on an industrial level that the corporations and the government is talking about, that is basically a, a super enhanced programming. Okay? It's, it's like programming on steroids so that's that's what the AI is. It's really just an an advanced level of programming that is light years beyond the previous version so it'd be like belief systems given more power like to basically become super gods, okay but gods of repetition gods of uh, of 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 sameness, gods of delusion so So everyone is being – so because the media is suggesting that AI is powerful and more powerful than our minds, because we accept that, or some of us do, we create that perception in our minds. And then we sort of visualize ourselves and our bodies and our minds somehow lower or lesser than this word, than this idea. Artificial intelligence, ooh, I'm I'm lesser than that. I'm smaller than that. It's it's bigger and more powerful than well, well, because the corporations and government control that, then they must be more smarter than me and better than me, and I better listen to them because the AI is coming, and I better be you. I better worry, and it's all—it's all this wordplay. It's all this nonsense. There's there's nothing more powerful than the technology of of words. Okay, that's the that ultimate technology in all of creation, all of creation. Period. I don't care what year—hundred years ago, a million years ago. 10 billion years in the future, the alternate technology is speech, words. There's nothing more powerful than words, period, period. It's the ultimate because that is the first expression between the unseen and the seen, be- between the invisible and the visible, between the inside yourself and the uh, alleged outside yourself. That's the first thing. <laughs> Without words, there's no expression of like of like the intelligence that's even behind the body. You're so lying. When you when you I learn understand. yeah, when you learn how words create shapes and images within our mind, and then you can see how by just by mere speaking, how you can create new worlds or trap yourself and others in false old worlds. So, speaking, once you understand the foundation of magic, you'll, you'll, you'll realize it's speech. Okay? And even before the speech is thinking or imagining. So, so, ima- so basically, imagination is at the top of the pyramid. Okay? That's, that's the ultimate. And then the expression of that imagination comes second. But there is imagination that can be corrupted. You 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 can corrupt mm-hmm. imagination through repetition. So basically, a belief mm. is is imagination that has been corrupted or uh, malfunctioning.
2: Into a program. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's turned into a program rather than freedom because imagination naturally is unlimited freedom, and I mean unlimited. I mean you there's, there's no body like. You're, you're not even limited to a physical body when you're using your your imagination, but but when you when you corrupt an imagination, it's no longer free. It's no longer unlimited. It's no longer new. It's no longer moving. Now it turns into an unmoving, repetitive, limited idea that never changes. It's basically like like having complete freedom to being in a jail cell like in a, a like overnight like boom. So beliefs are, are is fear trying to present itself as wisdom and knowledge. All beliefs in the world, no matter what it is, no matter what subject matter, is fear itself trying to present itself as wisdom and knowledge. And, and fear has no wisdom or knowledge. And the reason why is because fear never says anything new, just like a belief. Fear to sift there. Fear is even worse than the belief because fear Fear is actively in that instant contracting you, like forcing a contraction upon your mind, upon your emotions, upon your entire being. Whereas there are certain beliefs that are not necessarily engaged in direct fear at that moment. Like, like I can believe that red roses are actually red. Well, I'm not really engage in fear at that moment, it's more of like just a, an observation that, that never changes, but fear itself is like, you better believe in me, I'm trying to save you, listen to what I'm saying, I'm trying to prevent you from like, dying, so, so, like, so it's, it's like a very, there's a, an urgency on beliefs to to make you believe it and to to try and convince you that the belief is trying to save you. You know, I'm just trying to save you, I'm just trying to help you. I'm your friend. That's what the belief is, is, is saying to you, but it's leading you to hell while saying that. So it's kind, of like the, it's kind of like there's certain organizations on earth who pretend to be helping you, but are really behind the scenes uh, screwing you over moment by moment. So, uh, so we need to look beyond the, beyond the words, beyond the immediate ap- appearances to see what's really happening behind those words behind the appearances because anyone can say anything. And I had a person that I know that had admitted to me something many years ago. We were having this, this, this conversation and this person I know said, you know, when I was 17 years old, I discovered a superpower, Renee, and I knew my life had changed from then on. And I said, what was that? They said, I learned the power. To say whatever I want to anyone, and they'll believe me. I'm like, so you, so basically you, you. Basically, discovered the power of lying to people, and they're like, yeah, but but they believe me. It doesn't matter what I said; they believe me, and they give me money, they give me food. I, you know, they let me in their lives. They would, like, I can get whatever I want. All I, all I do is open my mouth, and I and I get whatever I want. And I was like, wow, that's that's deep. They're like, because they, they know that all they do is open their mouth and say what and, and, and people would visualize what they're saying and they can, they can get their, that person to do whatever they wanted just by telling them the right thing. And I was like, that's interesting. So I, I, I said, and they, and they, they also said to me that, Nowadays, you know, now this was like this was like 30 years, you know, 35 years after they after they had just discovered the power of lying, they said to me, "Well, mm-hmm. nowadays, I, I just love telling people whatever I want because the more that they believe it, the more I can convince myself that it's that it's true as well." And I said, "Everything you're saying makes sense, but there's one there's one flaw." That you don't notice that trapped you and they said what you have the ability to believe things and you have the ability to convince yourself of things and, but you haven't developed the ability to unbelieve things so you are so you are in, so you're permanently accumulating new beliefs but you have no way to let them go so now you're trapped in your own beliefs and there was a long pause on the phone for like three minutes just like a and I'm like, okay, so are you going to respond to that? And the, their, their, their defense mechanism was, okay, I take on a new belief, uh, and then I convince myself it's true, and then I unbelieve it. I'm like, you liar. You're, now you're just copying <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, you, you don't have belief. Right. You lie. So, mm-hmm. so that's right there. What I just told you is the biggest secret in the universe that narcissists and believers don't know. They don't know that that, mm-hmm. that that there's no way to let go of a belief once once they get one. They they don't know it's possible or how to let go of a belief once they once they attach onto it. And and, and for that reason alone they're trapped. Because now they think there's nothing outside that belief anymore. And now they don't now they haven't practiced letting go. Like imagine wearing the same underwear for six months straight and not changing mm-hmm. it or not like
3: anything mm-hmm. new?
0: Well, what yeah. about having the same beliefs for next for past 40, 50 years? What do you think is going gonna, gonna to happen to your mind when you're, when, when you're not letting any belief go? You're just, you're just adding new ones every day, every day, every day, for 40, 50 years. Well, that's how people The live. mind is going the the to be just totally smooth, yeah. man. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: No, I say that's how a lot of people live. Especially when it comes to yeah. religion and pol- and political beliefs, they hold on to that, so they leave this yeah. dimension. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, out, outside of the outside of that programming is paradise. It's literally what people call heaven, or unlimitedness, mm-hmm. or source, or XP, or whatever you want to call it. It's literally that. It's literally that, and it's and, and, and people hold on to their beliefs like it's like it's life or death. Like if they don't have the beliefs, or they even attempt to let them go or change them, their entire being is going to vaporize. They'll be dead. They'll be in hell. They'll be this disabled. They'll be like delusional. I'm like relax. Like jeez. Like give it. take a chill pill, man. It's not like you're going to just become an invalid or totally demented because you let go of a belief. Like, relax. Like, just take it, you know, you're just taking it too seriously. Holy. So, so uh, this programming is, uh, this is basically a suggestion. So because someone suggests to us an idea, we will see it in our mind and it will, it will seem as reality to us. So there is some consciousness who is just as powerful as you. Okay, this has unlimited power, just like you. And that Mm -hmm. consciousness, which is that consciousness, suggested to you that you are a human being and you're living on Earth. Okay, and from that, the moment you accepted that, is the moment this world showed up in your vision, and the moment your body Mm -hmm. showed up in your vision. The moment, the very moment you let go of that, gone, this world gone, the body gone. But you'll still be here. So. So, we'll realize, hey, the body was never me because i'm I still exist, and I don't have a body and, and I still exist, but this world isn't that world from before is no longer here, but I'm still here i I'm still this intelligence, I'm still able- to perceive the world, still able to have the sense of uniqueness so is
2: is this the way that sometimes you hear that people heal their self?
3: You know, yes. like
2: okay they they go to the doctor, the doctors say they got cancer, and they're gonna die in four months or whatever, and then they can come go home and accept the program that the doctor gave them and and yes. make it into a belief, or they yep. can go, come come out of that and heal their you know put their own thoughts there, yes,
0: yes. does
2: it work that I, way course. can you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Again.
0: I had a friend of mine who, who, well, five months ago, um, I we would we'd hang out all the time, Well, every like, few weeks or a month would, mm-hmm. would get together, have a little chat and whatever. He lived just down the street from me, and um, for years. And then one day, uh, you know, I, I didn't see him for about two weeks, and I, and I saw him in, in the little park behind our house, and I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey, yeah, I got diagnosed with cancer last week, and. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that and he's like, Yeah, I don't I don't I don't feel good. The doctor said I don't I don't want much much more time to live. Like I'm like, What? Like he was literally just fine like two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. uh and it wasn't even you know, a month later. He he that's it. He's gone. Like he's funeral, everything. Like from what mm-hmm. I appeared to be functional, no issue to done in one month. Gone uh, so uh, this, the, this, the belief controls this, well, it doesn't fully control it, but it is a factor in how we perceive this reality. Uh, the, the beliefs create perceptual boundaries where there are really none. Kind of like when you walk to where the supposed border between Canada and the United States is, we actually physically go there. There's no wall. There's no mark in the ground saying, oh, this is Canada, this is the U.S. There's, there's no edge. There's no border. Okay? So it was all an illusion in our mind. So just like inside of our mind, these, these, these ideas uh, that our beliefs are, are presenting to us don't actually exist in reality. They're just a mental image in our mind, and we believe that mental image to be truth and reality. And with, without ever understanding the nature of truth, you know, truth is the reason why truth is truth. It's because truth never changes. It's always re, dependable and reliable. It, it never changes ever for, for, for eternity. So basically, truth is changeless. Okay, it's the only thing in creation that does not change. Period anything that changes that means any movement any sound changing any image changing any any phenomena with any movement in any capacity is not truth because it's changing it's 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 always something different and and that's not reliable and that's not dependable and that's not permanent that's temporary so there's no way that something temporary can be the truth because it's not it's not around long enough to even know what the truth is. It's it's just comes and goes. Like if I have a thought right now, hey, I'm going to roll a a, a marijuana joint and go smoke it. And then one second later, I'm thinking, hey, I want to have a banana. So where did that thought about rolling the joint go? It came and it was gone in like one second. So where's the truth to that? There's no truth. It's just an idea, almost like artwork. It'd be like me... uh, drawing a, a cartoon of like a joint and then erasing it. It, it was just temporary. There's, there's no solidity to it. So all, all thoughts and all beliefs, they're just temporary thoughts showing up. And they will go and they will leave your mind if you don't focus on them or give them any energy. Basically mm-hmm. thoughts are like, they're like narcissists. They're like, they're like a, they're like, attention, they're like people who are attention seekers. They will only stick around as long as you're paying attention to them or giving them some, some sort of energy. The moment you stop giving these people energy, they'll, they'll leave because they, they need constant energy. They need, they need your constant attention. Or they'll go somewhere else and get it, just like your thoughts. They will, they will leave if you don't give them any attention or give them any meaning. But because we say, ooh, that, that – the thought of being broke is scary, so, I'm gonna, so I need to pay attention to that scary thought to prevent that thought from manifesting. Well, that's, that's the wrong technique because the more you pay attention to something, the bigger it gets, the, the more energy you give it, the more reality it becomes. So by actually thinking about things more, the more you make it happen. So that's, that's how fear tricks you. It says Watch out, you're gonna die if you do this, or you're gonna go broke, or you're gonna go to jail or, or whatever whatever that it's just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then it says focus on this, believe this, focus on this. So the more you focus on that and think about it, the more the fear becomes a reality because you're because now you're focusing your it's life creating. force your depression mm-hmm. life force. So it's a trick. Yeah. I, and yeah. yeah, so and the thing is is that all this stuff all this All these forces of of trickery are not occurring outside of you. The the universe that we see in front of us is actually a, I guess you can say, a projection or a mirror of our own imagination. So The more honest our imagination is, the more, I guess, the higher quality of life you'll have. The higher quality, because you'll be, you'll have vibrations and experiences that will match the quality of the honesty within your heart. So the more deceptive oh, you are I, the more little vibration. Thank you. Go ahead. Okay.
2: No, I just have some hands raised and they want to ask you some yeah. questions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, hold on. Let's go to uh nine seventeen area code nine one <clears throat> Hello.
4: Um, Are you there? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, I'm here. My name mm-hmm. is uh, Tim. Okay. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Um, Sorry, I, I,
0: I, I missed your name. Sorry, I missed your name. Can you say that again? Sure, it's Tim. T-I- T-I-M. T-I-M. Hey, thanks, Tim. Yeah, um, my pleasure to talk with you.
4: Well, I guess maybe I should have just not raised my hand and kept listening so I'm listening intently and uh, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, I'm, I'm looking for how I can do the opposite to bring the things in that I want because uh, everything you're saying is spot on and I feel like I've just been living in a fear-based reality of a, a slow mm-hmm. build of anxiety, always worrying about money, about I need a new job and all these other things and I know the worry uh, keeps, those, keeps you in that frequency and keeps those things away from you, but uh, I'm just looking for any tips on how I can pivot to program myself, program the things that I do want in. Sure.
0: Okay, so I'll give you uh, a couple of tips. And, okay. okay. So think of this analogy. Now, mm-hmm. what we want is usually veiled at least seven layers deep. So let me tell you what I mean by that. Let's just say that there's this guy, I've used the same example before, if any of you have heard this. Let's just say that there's a a guy in is is grade 12 in school or last year in high high school, and this guy uh, has a Ferrari. And he likes to drive around the school and show off his Ferrari and drive up and down at, at, at lunchtime and try to pick up girls and bring them home and, have some fun with them in the bedroom. And now this guy on the surface thinks, but from his mind, he thinks, Hey, I want to hook up with chicks because they're hot and I'm, you know, and I'm aroused and I just want to hook up with the chicks because I think it's cool and it feels good. Okay. So that's his, that's just his thought. But really behind that, behind that is wanting is a little bit of pain inside. he, the reason why he wants to is because uh, he wants to feel more like a man because he doesn't believe he's really manly, masculine, because he has a bunch of fears and he, he sort of feels insecure. But, but but then there's a layer behind that. But, but why does he feel insecure and why doesn't he feel like a man? Well, you know, he's growing up and his parents didn't really hug him much and they always give him money, but they never, like, told him he's, he's a good person and they always put value on money and his grades and they never valued his personality or just loved him for who he is. So he kind of felt rejected by his parents. And then and then this goes even further behind that. And then there's like seven layers behind why we're doing what we're doing and why we want what we want. Uh, one thing we don't necessarily uh, focus on is, 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 is that root feeling of, of why we want what we want reason why we want what we want is to feel better okay i want a million dollars so i can go buy cars and do all these things to feel better or to have, a, have, a, have comfort and whatever whatever so so a lot of people i talk to and I, I i sell and have made certain devices that help manifest uh things quicker into this sort of seeming physical reality now, one is I get people calling me all the time, and they say, Renee, I want a million dollars, $10 million, blah, 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 blah. And I say, well, why do you want that money? Well, I want this to, to get a house, do this, do that. I'm like, okay, but, but the whole point is you want that money to, so you can be happy, right? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I said, so I say, do you know how to make yourself happy? And they're like, I think so. And I said, well, if you did, wouldn't you be happy already? Like, wouldn't you have already done it? And they're like, hmm, good points. Well, maybe I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, but one thing you do know is that you want happiness. So why don't you just focus on the end result? The end result of, of the money is to be happy, okay? So r- regardless of how it comes about, the end result is you want happiness. So, so I tell people rather than, rather than trying to – Self-determine what will make you happy. Just say to the universe, "I want permanent joy and happiness or clarity, regardless of how it shows up. I don't care how it shows up. Just you take care of it, universe, because I don't know how to make myself happy. So even if I get the money, I may not be like I still may not be happy. And I'll tell you something personally. You know, I've made in my lifetime through through my businesses." I, I, I was in the publishing business before I got into my uh, spiritual products. And we made about $50 million in about 10 years. $50 million, like 5-0. And like 90% of that was profit. Okay, so having that money and access to that money made absolutely not even a molecule difference in how I felt about myself and life. I mean, not even a shred. So no matter how much money we got, it, it has nothing to do with our well-being because, because we're, we're still going to have the same fears. We're still going to have the same pet peeves. The same things are still going to piss us off. Nothing's going to change. So I tell people, go for joy. Go for happiness. Let the universe decide how that's going to happen. Don't even complicate your own mind with thinking that you know how to do it. And that way, the universe can bring you joy and happiness in any way it needs to or feels fit to you rather than us trying to channel that through one particular means or, or method. So, so the whole point is joy and happiness. And so rather than us thinking that we know how to do that, let the universe do it. because The universe knows it more than you do because the universe invented you. The universe invented the physical body and all of its functionality. So the universe should, should know how to, how to make that body happy more than us because my, because my personality does not know how to run this body. I don't know how to squirt my digestive juices or breathe in every moment or create blood flow in my leg or fire the neurons in my mind. There's something here other than my personality that, that's running the body. And whatever that is, it knows everything because my personality doesn't know anything. So I let the universe take care of things that way. That way I can just watch the magic of the universe unfold rather than get pissed off that it's not working out the way I think it should. So that's what I focus on, the end goal, not the steps in between to get there in terms of manifesting. And you may find that alleviates a lot of stress and pressure of trying to engineer your own happiness. So that's my feedback just on that. I can tell you how to manifest things, specific things that you want. Uh, However, 99% 99% of the time, what we want does not manifest the way we want it to, and if it, even if it does, it still doesn't make us joyful because that that wanting is the wanting of the personality, not the soul. The soul doesn't want anything. Only the personality wants things because the personality is in a state of permanent uh, deficit, a permanent insecurity, so it thinks that getting things will somehow bridge that gap of uh, insecurity to, to permanent security. And, and that's – it just doesn't happen. It just it, it never happens. Uh, so that's just I, – I don't know if that provided any insight or not or was sort of uh, evading your, your the root question. Uh, however, that's just a basic tip that I have for, for anyone, just generally who, who has wants, to just really focus on the end goal not the steps to get there, just joy, understanding, peace, universe, take care of it, and then let the universe do its thing because otherwise our mind is not capable of of, of engineering our happiness, all we we'd we have done that decades ago <laughs> if we knew how so so okay does that does that help, or do you want do you want something a little more specific Tim
4: uh that definitely does help um. Yeah, that definitely does help. I mean, uh, I'm ask, asking the universe. I mean, uh, I do ask my guides, uh, but I kind of feel interesting as far as uh, trying to put myself yeah, in. Uh, yeah, it, it That 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 that
0: the, the position that you take makes all the difference because we typically think the universe is stupid. Like we think that humans have intelligence. You know, cats and dogs and monkeys and stuff, but but we don't think that life itself, or the air, or water, or fire, or or this moment has intelligence. It does. The the air is just as alive as you are, like literally awake. That the the walls, the there's your cell phone, like everything that you could possibly see, is literally awake, just as alive as you are. Even the air. So this intelligence is. This, nature, this intelligence of nature is, is like source. It's like, it's like every moment is source itself manifested as objects. So literally praying to the wall or praying in church or praying to a dirty sock is that you are praying to the same person. It's the same being that's, that's manifested through every shape, every form, every circumstance, every moment. We are never separate from source, ever for a millisecond, ever. In fact, we are source, just not aware of that at the moment. So we just have to really realize that life is not separate from us. It's it's listening to us. It knows everything about us. We're not alone. It wants to provide you with a, a permanent solution to your problems, not a temporary patch. Getting things, cars, women, drugs, power, money, status, career, these are just patches uh, Band-Aids for a deeper psychological state that we have found ourselves in, in which we feel separate from the universe. We walk around and we say, oh, I'm separate from that person. I'm separate from the cars. I'm separate from the trees, the sun, the moon. I'm a, I have to survive or, I, or I'm going to die. So I need to start getting things to make myself comfortable, blah, 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 because we, when, because we, we basically made a declaration to ourselves at some point in our lives. And that declaration was, these arms and legs are me. This body is me, and everything other than this body is not me. Okay? We made that declaration, and at that instant, our, our literal whole reality became a nightmare because we literally cut our, ourselves off from the intelligence, the the wisdom, the love, the mind of source. We literally said the mind of nature or the mind of source or the mind of the whole, I'm, I'm done with that. I just want my own individual mind separate from everything else, and I'll figure it out on my own, which is crazy because we, we are the whole. We can't separate ourselves from the whole of earth. We can't just say, I have, I'm my own earth. I have my own atoms. I have my own air. I have my own sun, moon. No, it's all together. So – so because we've separated our, our body from the rest of the other bodies or or other shapes in the universe our imagination is now showing us a universe in which we have an individual body and it's it, and it is disconnected from everything else in the universe. So if you're to reverse so, that and just look, and and just and, and just look out your eyes and say every shape I see is me. Like literally Every day I see me, then you would realize maybe in that instant or even a week later, a day later, that, hey, I start feeling different. Like, I'm actually feeling different. I actually have different emotions, different thoughts, different – because now my mind is not focused on separating myself from the rest of the reality 100,000 times per day. Now I'm like, hey, everything is one. Everything is the same unlimited presence showing up as, as infinite, unique shapes. Just like a snowflakes, every snowflake has, has, a, has a different shape. Every being it has, has a different, unique appearance. But it doesn't mean that it's a different being entirely. So really, we have separated ourselves artificially from everyone and everything else by, by making the mental declaration that this body shape is me and no other shapes in the universe are me. So, and then we go inside of our imagination And we say, hey, this one shape of me, this one memory of me, this body, well, that's me. And every other image in my mind and every other image in my imagination, that's not me. So now we've shut ourselves off from our own imagination. And now now we're like, oh, okay, now I really feel alone. So mentally and emotionally and spiritually. So by us making these declarations that I'm an individual separate from every other image in the universe – Right there, we, we literally screwed ourselves over, but not in a bad way. That was necessary for us to basically understand the power of honesty. And we, we, we had to thrust ourselves into a universe of, of lies in order to understand the value of truth. Because we don't understand the value of truth until we go dark and dirty and grungy enough until we beg for truth, and then we realize, hey, truth will set you free. And it's not just some niche, some cliche. It's a reality. So, so don't make the declaration kind of that everything us. is real. What's that?
2: So don't he kind of separate mentally his mind when he say he just let his angels take care of it? That's kind of like saying, no, um, you know, outside of his self, or is he connected with? No, no, angels, no, no, with, with no, no. No one
0: said the word outside. No, no one said the word outside until you just came up that right now. I didn't say outside. Okay. But many mm-hmm. times during during this conversation, I have said everything is inside of us because we are unlimited. Okay. So okay. so basically everything that exists, any any movement, any phenomenon. Okay. Thought, taste, touch, sound, smell vision, any one of your senses. All your senses is happening inside of you. All your senses. I mean, taste, touch, hearing, smelling, sight, sound, thoughts. All that is occurring inside of you. Inside of us, but, but what is us? Is us the body? No. Us is not the body. Us is, Us is awareness or intelligence. So by us recognizing the power of those thoughts, the power of what happens when you make a decision, then we can start to say, oh, my God. If I have a particular thought, I experience a particular reality and that I may like that reality, I may not. So I better start paying attention to what I'm thinking because that's what I'm experiencing. So normally our thoughts are automated because of the programming, but we can pay attention and we can stop that automation. We can literally stop the automation of the thoughts and start to make our mind more creative like we were when we were a child where we can go in our living room and get a bunch of pillows and blankets and cushions and, 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 and build a fort, and it will look real. It will look like a real castle because our imagination is now full-blown outside of programming. Now we have freedom to have perception any way we want with no past programming to say, you can't do that, you can't do that. No, nonsense. And that, little children's minds they are they're unlimited. You know, I know someone who used to walk upside down on their ceiling when they were a child, because they didn't have anyone to tell them that they couldn't. Okay, like they had no, they could do anything they wanted. So, so one day, you know, they were they were told that that's impossible, and then the next day they weren't able to do that again. So, right. so again, there's no limit. Okay. The only limits are our programs. Okay, that's it. Programs are, 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 are an illusion. They're not real. They're just, they're just programs. So some being, again, a consciousness, just like you or me who has unlimited power, basically used its free will to decide it wants to limit the free will of all other souls. That was the – basically, we have unlimited power, and, and, and that will manifests instantly. But some beings want to control every, everyone else. So that so they they get to experience that everyone gets gets to experience what they want, no matter what they want. If you want to be the world's best serial killer, there's people that are the they're the best in the world because they wanted that, and they get to experience that everyone everyone gets to experience whatever they want. Some people here on earth, and, and there's actually one being here on earth who wanted to become what you would call the devil, okay they wanted to become that. They wanted to experience the ultimate in deception and power and corruption. And that being is here right now. That being is literally here right now. And they've manifested. They are it. They are it. And there's some beings who want to be be the best piano player in the world. And they're it. And there's some who want to be the best, you know, carpenter. And they're it. And there's some people who wanted to manifest, you know, being the next avatar or saving the world or whatever. And they're here and they're doing it. So whatever, so everyone's, Everyone gets to experience whatever they want, and there's no limit. Um, and so, we're, so this is basically the, the, the biggest um, virtual, I, I guess, reality television show in the universe because literally Source put us all here and said, hey, you are Source. You're, you are Source. So manifest whatever you want, and all you have to do is just imagine it. Boom. So here we go. So Source said, okay. hey, go at it, everyone. And so here we are, 8 billion, where are we? 2 billion, 100,000 souls, who who knows. And we're all here, and all these different uh, motivations and dreams are interacting. Okay? Even the, the devil, the person, and the, uh, the, you know, the avatar, even their consciousness are interacting in this dream world or in this program called Earth. So it, there's no limit. So the, the limit is only what we can imagine there is. And when you free your imagination from, from programming, we literally are experiencing full blown, unlimited consciousness in every way possible. And I mean it every way possible that that means every experience that every being ever had, not that there's a past, but every possible angle of perception. That means a spoon, the soup, the bowl, as they're eating a bowl of soup, you can experience what, it, what it's like to be the soup, the bowl, the ingredients in the soup, going down your throat, the walls, the TV, the chair, every other experience that in the universe. People who have been charged and they're in jail for murder, people who won the lottery, people who are having orgasm, the, the neighbor who's watering their lawn. Every experience, we can basically live it and experience it. So we're not limited to our particular experience all experiences are open to us, but we just have to get over the idea that we are an individual and basically uh, uh, accept that we are the whole, and it will just slowly manifest. It, it may happen in a split instant that, that that your mind switches to the universal mind or the, the mind of wholeness, or it may seem to take a month or two or a few years. But regardless, the moment you make that decision to be whole again, Nothing can stop that from happening. Nothing, no, 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 magic spell, no food you eat, no poison, no fluoride. Nothing can stop you from awakening the moment you make a decision. And that, and that awakening is not you awakening. It's really us realizing that that the dream of the body and the and the and the, and, 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 and the dream of these thoughts are not solid, real objects. There's there's some delusion that that we are under the an impression that thoughts are—they're the they're real solid objects that are—that that are permanent. They're not. They're just—they're like vapor. They're like, it's, it's like a cigarette. This is like smoke, but the smoke dissipates. Like it's not a real. There's nothing there to touch. So once we realize that thoughts are just invitations to enter that reality that the thought is. Presenting to you, then we can decline that offer if we want to. So, back in 2013, uh, and I had an, uh, a sort of a a shift into another dimension of experience that that hasn't left. It's still here. But thoughts uh, over a one week period, I thoughts used to be very vivid, and I would they sort of be in my face. I'd feel them. I'd, I'd sort of live them. But in this one week period. The, the end of April in 2013, I started to notice that thoughts were appearing to be like 20 feet away from me. They're, they're like at a distance. So I could like look at them and just, and then not enter it, like almost like a little thumbnail, like a little like preview would come up and it, it, it'd be like like a little image of like the thought and I'd be like, ah, no. And I'd just sort of like will it away and it'd just like fly off the screen. And I'm like, okay, that was easy. You know, it was that easy. I was like, whoa. So so thoughts are basically an invitation to enter that state of vibration or to to entertain that information. And so we have to learn to discern between the type of quality of information and vibration that we want to entertain because we we are going to resonate on that level once we entertain that thought. So getting... uh, Being able to observe thoughts without attaching to them or giving them meaning makes all the difference. It's it's literally like a life. It's like living a life of luxury versus a life of poverty. It's that the difference is that deep because thoughts will wreck you if you have no control of them. They will destroy you. They will they will turn life into a living hell. Uh, I have
2: a hand raised, uh, Renee. Someone else. uh, Okay. Thank you, caller. Thank you, Tim. All Jim. right. Let me okay. Okay. Uh, we're going to 706-202. Is this calling me? 706-202. Okay.
0: Can you hear
2: okay. me now? Cool. Better love. Yes, yeah, we you. can hear you now.
5: And, yeah, and good, good evening you. to Renee. Good evening, Renee. Thank hey, you. excellent. Hi, uh, guidance that you're sharing That we need to be focusing on And looking at <clears throat> Excuse me How we utilize ourselves As our energies And yeah. you know You you shared with Tim About the seven layers of, of yourself And it, it's funny how you took the layers But it's a thing that is in the human body That every seven years It remakes itself cellular. You have all no, no, that's not. What, I, I didn't. I, did,
0: I didn't say that. I didn't no, say that. No, I know
5: you didn't say it, but I'm saying it's, it's. That's what I'm saying is that you gave him the seven layers of the different stages in which that person had from an adult to a child and to the other parts of himself. But the human body yes. remakes itself every seven years, and that was a good analogy in which you gave those stages of his development and how he focused yes, yes, on the materialism yes. and his psychological being of this this being of of, of uh gift to whoever. The thing that I'm yes, yes. looking at you know, resident frequency. Are you familiar with James Baer and his resonant re- resident frequency?
0: Uh, no, I haven't uh Okay, James I haven't read that, I'm not.
5: It's 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 resident frequency therapy. And what they found yeah. out in looking at that we, we, as the human body, are 5 hertz to 10 hertz. And 7.2 is basically what, what the human body is. And the thing that they found out, that they can adjust frequencies that can go into the cellular level of the human. This is what they're doing with the artificial intelligence and the 5G. And, and also the other radio frequencies in which they developed and being able to get into our neural net. And these are the parts in which you, you also spoke to, you know, divine intelligence, and nature is four point three four thirty 430, four thirty two hertz. And nature has yes. a frequency is balancing and conducive to us because that is divine intelligence. That, that's, that's the essence of this planet Earth. And, and our and our Milky Way and, and our universe and our cosmos, all of it's connected into one being. And what we have is that, that divine intelligence of all of that combining to who we developed and forming ourselves in a womb, coming from that yeah. and coming into this vessel that we use and overstanding that, you know, the thing that i and also the question is, is people actually saying about artificial intelligence, but what is intelligence? See, that's the key, because the nature yes. has an intelligence. It has its own wood wide web, and, and all of the things that resonate on this planet is intelligently connected. It's all alive and in one. The thing that happens is how do we break the human from his connection to his natural source? or to his divine source of connecting to what he came from is cosmically. And so what he spoke about, too, is, is, is looking at time. And, and the thing that we look at time, as you turn the word around, time says E-M-I-T, is how do you emit that which is already yeah. conceived that you already carry? And that's the part of understanding how you know, we look outside of ourselves to find happiness. And you look at money, and money only stands for what Rudolph Frey says is M-O-N-E-Y stands for my own natural energy yield. It's what your emitting of your energy will yield you. And the thing that you look at is you look at fiat or you look at a material object as being the reward for putting that energy to use. But the greater of your use is how do you become whole with balancing that all is in nature. And all that is above you, and all that is below you. That's the challenge yeah, it's, it's not about artificial.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's you're, you're, you're bang on. Uh, you know, it's it, it's really uh, realizing that there never was a separation. Like there, there, there that, no. the, the idea, the idea that that that, that we are separate is really an idea because when you actually physically, when you actually look, when you, when you actually look, there's no separation between anything in the universe. If you physically look, there's no separation. So the idea of separation is strictly a mental idea that, that seems so vivid that it, it appears to be reality. That's just the power of our mind, to take any thought and to make it appear as though it's vivid reality. so. Right. So basically reality is, is it works in, re- in reverse. Everything is already whole from the start. So everything appears to be so reality sort of creates backwards. It's hard to explain because, it, because, it, because it's already completed. It sort of limits the perception of that completion and that creates a sensation of time or the or the or the sensation of moving from one from a state of limited from a state of limited perception to to our true state of unlimitedness. So uh, it, it's really about re- removing the illusions in our mind to see the truth that already exists and never went anywhere. It was, it was always there. So the, the the point of all these uh, intelligences is to distract us from the obvious. So to distract us from the truth by bombarding us with so much information that it's that is confusing. So basically, information itself is the illusion. In fact, our physical body and, this, and the appearance of this universe is the illusion that is covering up the truth. So this whole universe, the, the body, the world, the sun, the moon, everyone here, everything here is the ego. The ego is, the, is what you're not. So this universe is, is what we're not. That means the whole universe. That means even your mother giving you birth, even us praying or any activity in the world of separation is not the truth. So it's really about being able to discern between what is real and what is unreal and what is true and what is false. And, and everyone has their own method about going about that, that, that sort of a journey, and we all have a, a, a sort of a, a, our own unique path in that sort of dream world of Earth. Uh, but when it comes down to it, it's all a dream, and, and the dream works by visualization, and that's all we're doing in every moment is visualizing, 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 and that's dreaming. So once we can understand that we are dreaming, then we can say, oh, okay, I get it. Now I can start to analyze my dream for its own logic, for its own truth, and really start to pick apart the dream world earth and really see what it's made out of. And I've been at that 45 years or you know, well, at least in the dream world that is. Um, and uh, certain understandings can only be, ha- can only happen uh, by direct experience. And so uh these ideas and concepts, they need to be put into motion. They need to be embodied in order for us to really understand the truth of them or the, or the uh, invalid illusion behind them. And so it's really about taking these concepts, these ideas, and start to experiment and just experiment, experiment, experiment. Turn life into one giant scientific experiment. And that way we, we know firsthand through direct experience what we're talking about, and that way our, the power of our word, the power of our, our voice, the power of our conviction is unshakable. And that's where we, when we have a solid foundation that is untouchable and all these lies and all this nonsense, can just go, go, it just goes up the window because you just realize the nature of reality and how it works on both the positive and negative and everything in between. So it's really just this giant picture that is just all based on one concept. Are you honest or not? Because that's, because that, that question is going to determine whether you're seeing an illusion or not. And it, it, that's all, like, all the details are really unimportant because it really comes down to that one question. How honest are you or not? That's, that's what everything in the whole universe comes down to that question, period. So the more honest we are, the deeper we will see into each moment and the more unlimited each moment will appear to be. The less honest we are, the more constricted, the more limited, the more less energy, the more deception and confusion each moment will have. It's as simple as that. These are just basic common sense principles that sanity is truth. Insanity is deception. That's all we need to know. you know very
5: okay and and what he you know and he's he's speaking to something i i I major in psychology and and philosophy, and the first question mm-hmm. that was given to us in our philosophy class was a man stepped out of an oven, and he said that I had a dream that I was a butterfly, or was I a butterfly dreaming I was a man. And the whole yep. philosophical question is to be able to decipher your holographic projection of that which yes. is within. Because everything that we perceive with, with within the light reflects off of the back of the retina covered with melanin in order to change it into a chemical or a electrical current in order to project into the brain to, to have its its space where it identifies that which is a part of your, holog- your holographic canvas. And you are a holographic canvas, and what we see as a world is projection from within us being that part of the universe that is, is here, as Carl Sagan says, I'm stardust formed into a human form to see myself and see all that I came from above me.
0: Hey, it's, uh, you know, there, there's, there's simply no separation between anything at all. So all of our descriptions for reality are, uh, are basically illusions because nothing is a description. Nothing is a description because everything is bigger and more, and more elaborate than our simplistic descriptions. But we need the descriptions to operate in the world of separation because that's the mode of uh, communication. So we're basically forced to at least ponder on ideas of, uh, of, of, of limitation in order to even communicate here. However, again, all descriptions, all beliefs, all expectations, all labels, all conclusions, uh, are, and all opinions, they're all just illusions. Like even, even, even form is not solid, so it, it, this is basically one giant universe of imagination, and we can come up with whatever we want. And some people's imagination is honest. Some is not. Some is creative. Some is not. Some is uh, delusional. Some is not. You know, it, it's just anything goes. So the, the less complicated we make things, the easier it is to, 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 to make sense of it. And, and any, any thought we have is not, it's not real. It's just pretend. So these, these these pretend worlds that, that, that we create inside of our minds, uh, some some of these worlds are terrifying and some worlds some of these worlds are beautiful and it's just it's just whatever we dream of. So there's nothing is any one way, it's simply unlimited ways and and and, and within that, um, we conflict beliefs and systems and patterns. And the ultimate is to just let go of all patterns and all beliefs and all opinions. That way we can see everything as it truly is, unlimited. Like literally, like like you look at your hand, and it will look like it's unlimited, like everything. So the whole point is is to see reality as it is. And the only way to do that is to let go of all beliefs, assumptions, opinions, conclusions, labels, descriptions – and then we'll see reality as we did when we were children, brand new, fresh, clean, no limits, no nothing, no, no, no identity, no color, no shape, age, just pure imagination, no fear. unbound, be forever.
5: Yeah, and, and so, as a child, a child has no fear. It's taught it has, in, in itself it has the, the heart of understanding right and wrong. It's our, it's born into that being as it, it formed in the well, womb.
0: Well, the womb the, the womb is just a, a belief. Like there there is no path. There, there's there's no womb. There's no no one's going to birth anyone. It's, that's just another belief. That's just another fantasy. There's, there's there's simply no path. There's just there's just this moment and our imagination. That that's it. This moment and our imagination. That is all that's happened. There's nothing beyond this moment. Nothing beyond our imagination. So uh, unfortunately I gotta cut the conversation a little short with you, my friend. I, I definitely gotta get okay. going and take care of some things. But I really okay. appreciate your your, right. your your comments and your and your wisdom.
4: Okay.
2: I, I think
0: your first okay. name though. The, the caller? The call, the caller? Your Kwame. what's your first name? Kwame. Kwame. Thank you so much, Kwame. I really appreciate it.
5: Thank you, Kwame. You're welcome. Thanks. Okay. Thank
2: us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
0: Take care, my you, friend. You have to leave us. Uh, pretty soon. Uh, I just I uh, like uh, I mean five, five five more minutes and then I got a ba- I got to bounce, unfortunately. Okay. okay. Uh, okay. Uh, does someone else have a, have a have a have a quick question or do you have a, you know, a few little things to 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 touch up on with what we're talking about? Uh,
2: no. Unless you got something else you want to add. That's just-
0: with, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I definitely like to add uh, that uh, I know this is a very really detailed uh, conversation I'm having about the psychology of, mm-hmm. of the human mind and uh, of, of consciousness. And uh, I, I, again, I've been a scientist uh, for my whole life, and uh, really, I really put things into perspective in a way that people can un- understand. So I do offer mm-hmm. uh, people to come and contact me through my, my website. And we, I do one-on-one sessions where we can talk about psychology or about your life or just general things. Uh, I also offer like a spiritual consultation where we sit down and really hammer out the truth of what you really are, and like a cosmic awakening session as well. Uh, that i also offer. And my and my uh, interdimensional cosmic products that I've been making for close to 20 years. Those are also available on my website to help us in this. this This uh, journey to our own mind, and that navigate life uh, with a little more ease and and uh, flexibility. So my website is um, Inner Soul Tech. That's I N N E R S O U L T E C H InnerSoulTech dot com. You can also reach me. uh, Once you go to my website, you can go to the contact page or customer care page on the menu, and then you can see my phone number, and you can call me directly, or you can send an email. Secondarily, you can go to my Facebook. That's, that's uh, under Renee Hamilton. That's R-E-N-E-H-A-M-I-L-T-O-N, Renee Hamilton. And you'll, you'll see my nickname, Star Child, right next to the name. And then you'll know that's me. And, and you can also go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash inner soul tech that's I N N E R S O U L T E C H, and then you'll see my uh youtube channel with uh, a hundred videos on there talking about this or that showing my products and some, some lectures and stuff and get some a little more in- in information so this is all right. basically this whole world uh, this dream world is coming it's coming to uh, a different uh I guess you can say it's coming to an end in one way, and there's a whole new universe starting, you know, a whole new universe that is mm-hmm. emerging. And that, that universe mm-hmm. is a universe of newness. It, right. It's always been here. That's where I came from, uh, from the age of 12. You know, Up until the age of 12, I lived in that whole different universe that you call like a heavenly state of consciousness. And then at the age of 12, I sort of snapped into this physical world, and I had to figure things out step-by-step uh, step for the past uh, 37 years here or 35 years, whatever. So uh, there is a way that where we're going is beyond our comprehension, and we just have to be very cognizant of the value of our life force and where we put our attention and really start to uh, use some discernment in how we place our attention uh, upon these ideas and where we're going to place that attention. And really put our heart and a lot of depth into what we're doing, because the days of being mentally lazy and emotionally reckless are over, and the consequences are going to be very extreme and severe. The more we carry on with this foolishness, and this is this is part of awakening. So no one's to blame for being ignorant or you know making unwise decisions. I've made a trillion unwise decisions over and over again, mm-hmm. but eventually we learn that that there's a better way, and that way is, is in alignment with the universal flow. And when, we're, and when we're out of alignment with that, that's when the nightmare begins. So we need the nightmare in order, our, in order to wake ourselves up. And, and uh, hey, just enjoy the ride because it all, when, when everything uh, you know, is, is completed, we'll realize none of this was actually real. But in the meantime, it seems real. So now we have an opportunity to make some changes and to see the impact in real time so there's nothing to lose. Just go with the flow, and that's what that's what go with the flow means. Go with the newness. That doesn't mean to just believe everything new. It, it means that newness is the only thing that actually exists. It's the only thing. So don't resist it, because now then then gonna be out of alignment with the truth. So that's about it. Uh, yeah. So thank you so much, Dad.
2: We enjoyed it as always, and looking forward to talking with you again. And thank you for giving us yes. your time, your time, <laughs> and your input. And uh, thank you and better love for joining yes, us. Yes, thank you, my and friend. Thanks everyone for yeah, listening. All
0: right, better
1: love thanks, everyone. Again. Thanks, Kenny. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye to be forgiven. Big homage to the land. Big homage to the land, Ethiopians. Big homage to the land, Native Americans.